Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you are enjoying your day, awesome. If not, um, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, but today, I decided why not go through another bit of a journey type episode of the podcast. That is finally time to talk about Shawn Michaels' road to WrestleMania 26 and what was initially his retirement at first. But we'll get to that. But in order to tell this story properly, I'm going to have to take you back to going all the way back to Cyber Sunday 2008. So the main event of that show was Chris Jericho versus Batista for Chris Jericho's World Heavyweight Championship with the stipulation being that the fans could vote on who the special guest referee was for the match. Fans could vote either Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, or Randy Orton. And of course, Stone Cold was voted as referee. Despite this, though, the other two gentlemen, Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels, would get involved in the match as referees uh, kind of tease people into thinking who could win this match. And of course, Shawn Michaels just finishing off his feud with Chris Jericho recently. He tries kind of messing with Jericho with the slow count and everything. But as he was trying to help Batista win with the three count, all of a sudden JBL pulls Shawn Michaels out of the ring and hits the clothesline from hell to take him out. Now, why did he do this? Well, he explained in a promo the next night on Raw saying that Chris Jericho had actually promised him a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship if Jericho retained the championship, and he felt like Shawn Michaels was trying to stop him from getting that title shot. I mean, Batista still won the match, but still, that was JBL's home motivation, and this would start off their feud. Well, then you go to Survivor Series, Shawn Michaels' team would defeat JBL's team, but it wasn't over after that. Because then they started adding this real-life stuff into the storyline, because back during this time, this was when the real-life stock market crash was really hitting hard, across the board and they incorporated that with Shawn Michaels because at Armageddon 2008 Shawn Michaels came to the ring and announced that he had no choice but to take the job as GBL's employee due to ongoing financial issues caused by the stock market crash losing his investments and savings and everything like that so because of that he had to take up GBL's offer for a job just to keep himself afloat with money and to take care of his family now, you also get a bit of the Shawn Michaels mantra, like, phrases in here coming up because of what happens next. The December 29, 2008 edition of Raw, there's a fatal four-way elimination match of JBL, Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels. Winner challenges John Cena for the World Heavyweight Championship at the Royal Rumble. Final two were JBL and Shawn Michaels. And JBL pretty much ordered Shawn saying, Lay down in the ring! Lay down, Michael! Shawn Michael! But you gotta remember, Shawn Michaels has said before, the heartbreak kid lays down for absolutely nobody, and he still stuck to that. He just said, just hit me, hit me. So JBL hits him with a clothesline from hell, gets a pin, and he goes to the Royal Rumble to challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, backstage, before this match could happen, Shawn Michaels and JBL were having a bit of a meeting in the locker room, and The Undertaker comes face-to-face with Shawn and reminds him, Sometimes it is hell trying to get to heaven. So, the World Heavyweight Championship match happens after that, and Shawn Michaels actually hits Sweet Chin Music on JBL, before then later doing it to John Cena, and John Cena would still end up retaining the World Heavyweight Championship regardless against JBL. After this, this was when the feud kind of felt like it got rushed, because after this, JBL would have cost Shawn Michaels on Raw, I believe it was the next night, for costing him the World Heavyweight Championship at the Royal Rumble, because he said he pretty much hired Shawn Michaels to be his employee to make sure he goes into WrestleMania 
as the World Heavyweight Champion. So, he decided to already decide, hey, in No Way Out, we're going to have a match, and everything's going to be on the line. If Shawn Michaels beats JBL, he's free from his contract as JBL's employee, and would be paid in full per their, per their deal with his contract as employee. But if JBL wins... Shawn Michaels' name and likeness become owned, like, get owned by JBL. So JBL takes ownership of his name and likeness going forward. So, it's all on the line. It's either free, or you're screwed. So Shawn Michaels and JBL would have the match in No Way Out. And honestly, this match felt like a bit of a letdown, because if I had to give it, like, a star rating, I'd have to give it, like, 3 out of 5 at best, because it felt like they could have done better. The odd thing, though, here was that Shawn Michaels' wife was at ringside during the match, and she slapped JBL in front of the referee, did not call for disqualification anyway. But Shawn Michaels would get the victory after Sweet Chin Music to free himself and to conclude the rivalry almost 100% fully, because following night on Raw, JBL cut a promo and saying, talk about the fact that he paid Shawn Michaels in full, He's free from his contract, and Shawn Michaels comes out. He's all excited and everything. The old Shawn Michaels is back, and he's saying that last night in No Way Out JBL, I had an epiphany too, just like you. And I can't spell it, but I had an epiphany too. And Shawn Michaels decides, hey, if there's anybody who's going to challenge The Undertaker at WrestleMania like you just said that you deserve to do, there's only one guy who's up to the challenge, and that's Shawn Michaels. So they decided, hey... We're going to decide who's going to face The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. And yes, that's WrestleMania 25, not the 25th anniversary like they keep freaking saying after all these years. So, they have a match, Shawn Michaels-JBL, Shawn Michaels wins, but that's not the end of it. Because then, Shawn Michaels would then have to defeat Vladimir Kozlov to retain his spot, and Shawn Michaels succeeds in doing so on the March 2nd, 2009 edition of Raw, which also ended Vladimir Kozlov's undefeated streak in terms of getting pinned or submitted in a match. So, Shawn Michaels defeated the undefeated Vladimir Kozlov. He's getting the shot at WrestleMania against The Undertaker. WrestleMania 25 happens, and The Undertaker's streak would extend to 17-0 in what I personally believe to be the best match of in WrestleMania history and possibly WWE history. Some people would debate it. But this match was, like, incredible. I mean, you had the whole thing of, like, Shawn Michaels was the only one to repeat finishers multiple times, because that was all he had was switching music. Undertaker delivered all of his moves. Hell's Gate, Chokeslam, Last Ride, and two Tombstone pile drivers. With the second one coming after Shawn Michaels hit a moonsault off the top rope. Caught, Tombstone, boom, it's over. And of course, after WrestleMania, this is when both men would take a break from WWE. With both men not returning until about SummerSlam time. Now, Shawn Michaels, his story would continue a little bit here because he would return before SummerSlam, would reunite as part of DX with Triple H, and start having the feud with uh, Legacy, a.k.a. Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. from SummerSlam through Hell in a Cell. And later on at the TLC pay-per-view that year, DX would also become unified tag team champions by winning a tag team TLC match against Jericho. But then, this is where the story picks up in the lead to WrestleMania 26. On the December 14, 2009 edition of Raw, the Slammy Award episode, Shawn Michaels would accept the Slammy Award for Match of the Year for his match earlier that year at WrestleMania 25 against The Undertaker. But after Shawn Michaels gave his, his, gave his humble speech saying that he's proud of the match and everything and thanked everybody, he stopped after stepping away from the podium and started quickly reflecting on the match that he had and thinking to himself, 
No. There's unfinished business. He returned the podium and said, You know something, Undertaker? I can beat you. So right here tonight, I'm laying down the challenge. You and me, WrestleMania, one more time. So Shawn Michaels was already laying down the challenge. And at this point in real life, Shawn Michaels was planning to retire because he decided that he had done everything that he could in his career. He wanted to spend time with his family before his kids could go off to college. After 25 plus years, and he decided, hey, it's time to ride off into the sunset. So the challenge was made, and the start of this big road to WrestleMania 26 had begun. Now, it took a little over a month for The Undertaker to finally give his response, because on the on the January 18th, 2010 edition of Raw, Vince McMahon would cut a promo at the start of the show, but The Undertaker would interrupt him and send him to the back and called out Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is out there. He's waiting for The Undertaker's answer to his challenge. Undertaker stated that after what happened last year at WrestleMania, he had nothing to prove to Shawn Michaels, and his answer was no. However, if he is really hell-bent and intent on facing The Undertaker, he was going to give him that opportunity right there that very night. Which excited the crowd, but Shawn Michaels declined that offer, saying that he, if he's going to face The Undertaker, it's only going to happen on the grandest stage of them all. WrestleMania. And he knew there was that his only way to guarantee his shot was to go on to win the Royal Rumble match and choose The Undertaker as his opponent at WrestleMania because The Undertaker was still World Heavyweight Champion at this time. Because I believe this was before... Yeah, this was before the Royal Rumble. So Undertaker was about to go off to face Rey Mysterio at the pay-per-view for the World Heavyweight Championship. Shawn Michaels said, hey, Royal Rumble time. If I win, I'm challenging you. So Royal Rumble match happens, Shawn Michaels enters at number 18 and will get six elimination ma- eliminations during his almost 26-minute time in the match itself. And one of them also being his best friend and fellow DX teammate, Triple H. Now, the big heartbreaking moment happened. Shawn and Edge were on the ring apron, Shawn hits switch and music to Edge, who had returned that match from his career-threatening Achilles tendon injury, which sent Edge back into the ring, but then as soon as he turned around, Batista knocked him off the apron for the elimination. And the realization kicked in for Shawn Michaels, realizing that his one guaranteed shot there to face The Undertaker was gone. Panic kicked in. He gets in the ring. He's pleading with the referees. Let him continue, but the referee's like, no, you're eliminated. Fairly. You're gone. And Shawn just out of fear and desperation just suddenly his sweet chin music to Charles Robinson before finally retreating backstage like he was supposed to. And even Triple H tried talking sense into him after this. Seems so like, hey, you're obsessed with The Undertaker and this streak in the match. There are plenty of guys for you to face at WrestleMania, but Shawn was just down. He's just like, nothing's good enough for him except for that match to get at WrestleMania against The Undertaker. That's the one thing he wants. He wants redemption. To get rid of any self-doubt, he knows he can end the streak. Well, you go now to the uh, the February 8th, 2010 edition of Raw. Shawn Michaels and Triple H would have a triple threat tag team tag team championship, unified tag team championship triple threat match. It's of some abundance of those words against the newly formed Show Miz, Big Show and the Miz, and CM Punk Lou Gallows. In the match, Shawn Michaels tagged himself in and argued with Triple H. The Miz would get a score with score with the big roll up on Shawn Michaels from behind for the victory. So Shawn Miz was the new tag team champions, and DX was just not happy with each other. And Shawn suddenly realized, "Hey, 
I'm no longer part of a tag team. This is my opportunity to go another route. Shawn Michaels runs backstage and comes face to face with SmackDown GM Teddy Long and pleads with him, draft me to SmackDown and put me in the Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship because Triple because Undertaker was in there and Teddy Long said that he would love to draft Shawn Michaels to SmackDown, but the problem is the Elimination Chamber match is fully booked and everybody earned their shots. Triple H comes around and he confronts Shawn saying, hey, has this obsession gone this far? You're willing to throw not only DX, but your career away? Shawn Michaels just looks Triple H dead in the eye and said, My career is over. Hits sweet chin music on Teddy Long and walks away. Thinking that we would never see Shawn Michaels again. Until the Elimination Chamber match at Elimination Chamber 2010. The famous night where The Undertaker was caught ablaze because of the freaking pyro malfunction Undertaker would still make it to the final two despite being burned he still chose to wrestle the match it was down to the Undertaker and Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight Championship but then as the Undertaker was preparing for the Tombstone Piledriver and Jericho to retain the belt Shawn Michaels would bust through part of the metal flooring right metal floor grating there of the structure of the Elimination Chamber gets in the ring switch in music to the Undertaker and cost him the World Heavyweight Championship right then and there and pretty much helped hand the championship over to Chris Jericho there, his longtime rival. The next night, Shawn Michaels would address the crowd, and he acknowledged that what he did was not popular with the fans, but that's something he's willing to live with because his obsession had driven him that far. And he decided, hey, he had to freaking push the button and address the issue and just cost the Undertaker the match because he'd been wanting this match so badly, and he was pretty much given no choice but to do this just to get his match. So he was so hell-bent. Well, then Undertaker finally comes out. And Undertaker was still recovering from the burns and everything from the fire or pyro incident the night before. So Michaels just looked him dead in the eye and said that you pretty much left me with no choice, Undertaker. You forced me to this after I begged you for a shot. And that's why I cost you the World Heavyweight Championship. And he told him, this is your chance. Face me at Under WrestleMania, Undertaker, and get your revenge. The Undertaker stopped. He said, I accept. On one condition. If I if you defeat me, you end the streak. But if I defeat you, your career is over. That's right. Streak versus career. Shawn Michaels did not hesitate. He stared right back at the Undertaker and said, You don't get it. If I can't beat you at WrestleMania, I have no career. And he's saying that he he's putting it all on the line. He wouldn't risk his 25-plus year career if he didn't think he could end the Undertaker streak. And instead that at WrestleMania, you're on. And finally, the match was booked. And with the added stipulations later said that the match could only end via pinfall or submission. So no opportunities for countouts or possibly disqualification or anything like that like we saw the year prior. Because, yeah, there was no, like, attempts at disqualifications, but there was close one for countout when The Undertaker did that huge dive to the outside of the ring and almost landed on his head. But now the stage was set. WrestleMania 26, streak versus career. One man's legacy versus another man's career. What happens? While well, the big match happens, it main events the show, and rightfully so. 
Both men even stared each other down right at the beginning. The Shawn Michaels even mocked The Undertaker with that slit throw motion right at the start to piss him off. But early in the match, Undertaker executed old school, but ended up favoring his leg upon his landing with the move. I believe it was his left leg, and Shawn Michaels saw it was like a shark to freaking seem blood in the water and just started targeting that body part through the entire encounter. But one of the biggest moments you saw here early on, Shawn Michaels do a springboard off the ropes on the outside, but the Undertaker caught him and hit him with a tombstone pile driver on the floor. So already one tombstone in, landing on the floor, almost took him out. Even right after this, Shawn Michaels still survived after getting thrown back in the ring because he had plenty of time to recover. But also during the match, The Undertaker would lock in Hell's Gates on Shawn Michaels. But Shawn Michaels knew this was not the same. He could not do what he did last year. The year before, he could get to the ropes and break it for a rope break and everything because of a submission hold. But with no disqualification or count out because it can only end by a pinfall or submission, rope breaks don't count. So he could only do the only thing he could think of, which is do a jackknife pin. Kind of like what Kurt Angle did with the chokehold at, Rust at No Way Out 2006. But Shawn let The Undertaker still kicked out anyway. So it was a smart strategy right there. Sean would also hit Sweet Chin Music, but also later get hit with the last ride. Both men eventually go on the outside. Undertaker was going to do a last ride to Shawn Michaels through the announce table, but Sean lands on his feet. Sweet Chin Music. Undertaker laid out on the freaking announce table and freaking moonsault off the top rope to the Undertaker through the announce table, albeit landing on his legs, but still an amazing moment. And Sean would even hit Sweet Chin Music for a third time in the ring, but still not enough to defeat The Undertaker. It's like when you're facing The Undertaker in WWE 2K14's Defeat the Streak Mode. This man is immortal. Later on, and then later on, we finally get to the big crescendo. Undertaker hits a second Tombstone Pile Driver, this one being in the ring on to Shawn Michaels. Kick out a two, much to the dismay and bewilderment of The Undertaker, who cannot believe. Last year, he survived one tombstone. This time, he's surviving two because it's all or nothing. So the Undertaker would st stand up, lower straps, start doing the whole slit throw motion, but stopped halfway through because he looked down. And Shawn Michaels was struggling to try to get himself to a vertical basis. He had enough energy to kick out of the tombstone, but at this point, Shawn Michaels knew he did not have anything left to keep going. Just even when the Undertaker screamed, stay down at him. So Shawn Michaels knew as he was trying to stumble his way back up to his feet, he knew he didn't have any more in him. He looked up to the Undertaker, slid throw motion again, pretty much asking him to finish him. This was not a case of, hey, mocking to get in your head. It's like, hey, I have nothing left. Finish me. And the Undertaker just looked down at Shawn and Shawn Michaels in disbelief during all this. But Shawn had to freaking get Undertaker's head back in and motivate him. Hey, finish me. So he took his hand, slapped Undertaker in the face enough to fuel him into a rage. And Undertaker delivered one of the most, like, insane tombstone, insane, well, insane looking and safest tombstone pile drivers of all time. Took Shawn, spun him, leaping tombstone pile driver, uno, dos, trace. And you heard the call from from Michael Cole saying, The Undertaker is 18-0, and Shawn Michaels' career is over. This would be the end of Shawn Michaels' full-time like in-ring career. He did have one more match eight years later, but in terms of his overall main like active in-ring career, this was it. 
after Shawn, after the Undertaker posed for his 18-0 victory, he helped Shawn Michaels up to his feet and shaking hands and embracing him as a sign of respect. Left him in the ring as the like Undertaker went backstage and Shawn was just left alone to say goodbye to the fans there at WrestleMania. But the next night was when it all concluded. Shawn Michaels would have closed the show with his farewell speech and before he could even say a word, the Undertaker interrupted and of course the crowd actually gave it a mixed reaction to this. But Undertaker stood on the entrance ramp stage area, tipped his head in respect to the Shawn Michaels, and then went right backstage. Shawn gave his big speech thanking everybody, like thanking Vince McMahon for putting up with him, thanking the fans for always being there for him, thanking Bret Hart for forgiveness. And he gave, at the end of his speech, he gave his old saying that he hadn't said in like 15 years almost. Saying, ladies and gentlemen, the heartbreak hits Shawn Michaels has left the building. Stood on the entrance ramp again to wave goodbye to the fans. And behind him, Triple H hugged him. And both men just hugged each other, embracing each other. And Triple H brought two DX glow sticks, formed the DX X logo, and set it there on the stage. As the final farewell at that time for both Shawn Michaels' career and DX in a way. But that right there, folks, was the entire big like road to WrestleMania 26 and match at WrestleMania 26 that Shawn Michaels had with The Undertaker. From what started with the feud with JBL and a man being down on his luck to finally being happy and getting the big match at WrestleMania, a match that people thought he could win because Undertaker never defeated him, that to then turning to an obsession for a rematch and losing it all. But still, it was one amazing journey. If you all enjoyed today's episode, please remember, leave a like. And if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe with the bell turned on, follow if you're listening on any other service, and let me know in the comment section below what did you think about this whole period of Shawn Michaels' journey to WrestleMania 26 against The Undertaker. Because I'm sure we can all agree, it was awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out and good day, everybody.